welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi everyone, I'm Sue Omanson. One of the ways that anyone can help conserve our natural environment is to volunteer with a local organization. Hundreds of people from the community help us each year to pick up litter in parks, pull weeds like garlic mustard, and much more. Today, I'm happy to welcome as our guest, David Cleveland, a longtime volunteer and retired third grade teacher. David has a passion for nature and conservation and has inspired many to join him in volunteer efforts. Welcome to the podcast, David. Oh, thank you. It's glad to be here. Uh, so I read in an article about you uh, that said that you have a lifelong interest in environmental stewardship that began with the influence of your grandmother when you were a young child. Would you tell us more about that? Well, this is going way back to like the 1950s and 60s where people just threw litter, you know, like a candy wrapper, baseball card wrapper, just throw it on the ground, stuff out the car window. And my grandmother would never throw any litter away, little candy wrapper. She'd stick them in her pocket. And I thought that was so amazing. And she was into, into gardening and taking care of the the shrubberies around the house we were lucky enough to live with her in uh, Lombard and uh, you know that early influence uh, you know carries on till today I think that's true Um, and in the park district we have a nature preschool and families have said that the kids come home um, with habits that they learned in preschool to get the whole family involved in, in environmental Uh, stewardship. How has that commitment to caring for the environment continued into your adulthood? As growing up, basically, going through school, didn't really think too much about the environment until probably, uh, I think it was like 1970, Earth Day, first Earth Day, really became aware of uh, our planet, about taking care of our planet. And uh, then when I started at Elmwood School back in 74, a few years after that, Right, we're actually right here where we're sitting. This was the recycling center for Naperville. Really? I didn't know that. (laughs) And every Saturday, they had bins out where the parking lot is for glass, paper, plastics, different colored glass, and different organizations like the the teachers or different churches, Mm -hmm. service groups would man the drop-off. And people would bring their aluminum cans in, newspapers, and we'd throw them into these bins to be recycled. And that went on for probably until they start the river walk. Okay. And then uh, at Elmwood School, they started uh, recycling. Before that, there was no recycling at all. And I became in charge of uh, recycling with my third graders, and we did during the class, during our library time, the kids would go around and collect the recycling. And then later I thought, well, let's do a little bit better job and educate them yeah. about uh, recycling and uh, taking care of the environment. And so we started doing it after school. And that's where we found out about storm drain stenciling. We'd go around the storm drains near Elmwood School. The signs would say, uh, dump no waste drains to river. And we'd spray paint that on the street every year and then uh, we'd have to redo it the next year and we got, and the conservation foundation gave us the the paint and the stencils right. and we had wonderful volunteers like 
you know, Lynette Houle of the Park District, she helped out when her son was at Elmwood School. Then recently, we just, uh, last time, so spray painting, we have little plaques, which we glued on the curb oh. by the storm drain. And I, I did those a couple years, two, before COVID, and they're still there. So oh, that that's good. So they're lasting good. longer. <laughs> yes. Uh, we also adopted uh, Gartner Park. And uh, with the park district, we also you know, bought a tree. Oh, that's for, great. Uh, we have a plaque there. And uh, we used to celebrate, have Earth Day parades at the school. And oh. the first one was in, on near Earth Day in mm-hmm. April. And we realized it's too cold in April. <laughs> yeah, for it so is cold here in April. <laughs> we've, so then we switched it to like, like the last week of school or last week in May where it's nice and warm and we'd have a parade and, and, and do the cleanup, you know, pick up any litter around. That's terrific. <laughs> and, uh, oh, with, and then also with the children, we'd do uh, aluminum cans were a big item back in the 70s and 80s. Nowadays, we don't, there's not as many as aluminum cans out. Hmm. You know, Pippers go in the plastic bottles. Right. And, there and are a lot out. of plastic bottles, yeah. But we won, like, uh, came in like third place in the DuPage County uh, aluminum can recycling cans, and we received 100 Cub tickets. Oh, my goodness. This was before <laughs> Cubs were good. We, there's no way they'd give us... A hundred cub tickets anymore. So that, that would like be the, a very valuable prize. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, it was. It was hard to get back then. It was even hard to find. You know, like twenty-five students. Okay, who wants who wants the cub tickets? <laughs> Someone's got to take these tickets. But uh, we did that happened for two years in a row. We got oh, uh, that's like great. hundred cub tickets, and uh, just one of the the benefits. Which looking back, I mean, wow. And then, but with without, but then we all use that money to. Uh, purchased rainforest acres and made the students aware of, uh, you know, that we were doing, helping worldwide. And also we adopted uh, some coral reef acres. Really? Wow. uh, Children hopefully learned about uh, their influence, you know, worldwide, not just here in Naperville. So how did you get involved with taking care of parks? I know you mentioned that the, the students helped you clean up Gartner Park, but in the community, how else have you been involved with the cleaning up the parks well, after i retired uh, just looking for something new to do sure and uh mm-hmm. i saw in the park district they had trail masters and that is a group that meets once a week during i say march to november mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we removed evasive plants from the river walk from behind the VFW all the way to Jefferson. Oh, yes. Dig up honeysuckle and buckthorn. That's hard work. It, that was very hard work. <laughs> and uh, luckily, uh, Tiffany, who's in charge of our, of our group, made it a nice variety. So we'd work hard and then you know have some e- easy time. And we'd take breaks because our group was mature, mature adult. Well, it, it, I've seen um, the results of that. Uh, all the native plants that are growing now because those invasives have been removed. Right. It looks beautiful as you're, uh, you couldn't see the bridge as you're going along the, up towards Jefferson. And now you can oh. see it. So it's a better view. And then the, the native plants are look much better than the invasive ones. There are a and, lot of flowers blooming. Oh, yeah. So that's, that was one, one of the benefits of uh, being a trail master. Uh, T- Tiffany would know all the plants. You know, you know what is, t- tell us, you know, what's this plant? What's that plant? And also, 
what plants to avoid. There's mm. poison ivy in Naperville, which I was shocked. I didn't think it was allowed in Naperville, but there is poison ivy there. And so learned what it looks like and also how to re- remove it. There are uh, different lotions that you can get that removes the oil from your skin. So, so it's always oh. good to learn things, new yeah. things. Yeah, that is good. And I think you've been involved uh, with Veterans Park, too, with Kiwanis. Is that right? Yes. Uh, the Naperville Kiwanis Club has uh, made that one of our service projects, taking care of uh, the grounds at uh, Veterans Park off of Gartner Road by Grace Methodist Church. And what we do, we spread mulch around the trees, re- make it look very nice, and remove some of the weeds and uh, just do a little bit of the, of the landscaping. That's really nice. I think I think we call it adopting a park. Oh, yeah, adopt a park. Yeah, right. so the Kiwanis has done that for a number of years. Just another way to give back to the community, you know, just being thankful to live in such a wonderful town as Naperville. Well, we really appreciate it. I mean, our park staff is very busy because we have um, – 136 parks to take care of. So to, to have to be able to partner with some community service clubs is really, really nice. So you've obviously had a lot of experience um, with children and involving them in taking care of the environment. Um, what advice do you have for parents and community leaders who would like to involve children in caring for the environment? Well, you have to remember not, that not all children would want to help. Like when we were doing recycling, collecting the blue bins at uh, at the school, some kids would say, oh, I don't pick up garbage. I don't do garbage. <laughs> and we said, no, this is recycling. But they still wouldn't want to do it. We, never had, we didn't have 100% participation. Sure. But we would have just under probably like half. That's you good. Know, we had uh, about half the students, you know, third grade students doing it each year. And yeah, do it where, make it fun for them. And make it worthwhile that they can see a purpose. Like we would uh, collect aluminum cans and then say, well, we're going to buy rainforest acres or we're going to protect the reef. Or uh, we'd also uh, share the care with uh, Brookfield Zoo. We'd have a con- little contest where we'd vote which animal do we want to adopt to share the care with it from Brookfield Zoo. Oh, that's a great idea. So then idea. they had a little motivation for collecting, getting the aluminum cans. We'd take the tabs off the cans and give those to Ronald McDonald House. The plastic caps, we would take off the plastic bottle, water bottles mm-hmm. and maybe juice bottles, and we'd take those, I'd take those caps to the Children's Museum. And I'd ask the students, uh, how many people have been to the Children's Museum? And uh, have you seen these caps? Oh, yes, we have. Oh, then they tied in, and they'd have a, a purpose for doing that. And they'd, and if the parents are involved, like when we did the storm rain stenciling or picking up along uh, Gartner Road, having the, the moms and dads out there mm. w- working with them, doing it with them, enjoying it with them, I think that becomes like a, a lifelong experience that, you know, oh, I did this with my mom. Now they become moms and they'll be doing it with their children. That's That's really helpful. Thanks for sharing that. And you mentioned like tying in nature and taking care of the earth with something fun or interesting and I know for you uh, I also read in that article that you love running like long distance running and and experiencing nature that way would you tell us 
a few of some of your favorite running experiences in the outdoors? Oh, yes. I, <laughs> uh, well, every Saturday since like 2003, we would run from Our Savior's Church on Washington down to the Riverwalk. And then oh. we'd run along the Riverwalk to Jefferson. And uh, several years I was able to point out, oh, trail masters, <laughs> I pulled those. We cleared this area here. Look how nice that looks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, was, that, that, that was fun seeing the change. Just the, the, each season has mm-hmm. the river walk changes the the, the forest there that if we can't see anything because there's so many plants till it's just covered with snow and then uh, from Jefferson all the way McDowell Woods there's a wonderful trail yes, along the yes, river yes there is it's beautiful I like to when it's bad weather or windy mm-hmm. run along the DuPage River Trail yes from uh, Gartner Road all the way down to uh, Knock Knolls Park mm-hmm. that's a great from running, I was able to go to Australia and ran the Great Barrier Reef Trail. Oh which my was, goodness! Uh, wow! Right next to the, we ran uh, through the uh, marathon on the hills by Port Douglas, which is right next to the Great Barrier Reef. And then later on, we got to go snorkeling. Oh, how fun! In, in uh, the Great Barrier Reef, and I've also done uh, Pikes Peak Marathon. And I thought, well, this is person who wrote America the Beautiful climbed Pikes Peak. So we were, I was able to run with a group of people up the trail to top, do a, a marathon at Pikes Peak, half marathon up, half marathon down. And it was just oh. gorgeous as you're going up there. All of a sudden you see the, the fruit of playing through the trees as you get higher up and, uh, and, and seeing the mountains. It was just a great wow. experience. And then with our another time, we were going to run the Grand Canyon from oh. the top to the Colorado River and back in the same day. Well, when we started, uh, we realized we're not going to be running down this very, <laughs> very much. So we ran very little, but we did make it all the way to the river and back up in the same day. That's amazing. And they, there's signs that tell you, tell you you're not supposed to do that. But mm. uh, <laughs> you know, the guys in my group, you know, we were able, we were able to do that. So that was that was. Uh, you that must was, have been in really good shape to be able to oh, do that. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it, that's, that's the benefits of running where you can do things like that, where like most people just mm. stay at the top of the Grand Canyon, but there's just so much beauty going down every 10 minutes. It, ch- it changes. This June, I'm going to South Africa to the Big Five Marathon, oh. and it's through a game preserve outside of Johannesburg. And then my final of the seven continents will be in uh, Antarctica. You're going to Antarctica? <laughs> in, uh, well, it's been delayed. Hopefully it'll be <gasps> February of 23, where we'll do like little four, six-mile loops. So that'd be... So that's their summer, right? That's their summertime, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it'll be in the 40s, 50 degrees there. And it's just... Wow. Uh, just to be there. Otherwise, I wouldn't go there. Right? <laughs> so, that's, so running has a lot of benefits. And then... Being able to run in in, uh, in nature, like I said, instead of being in this, the streets, mm-hmm. and like Naperville has so many great parks too. You, you can and trails that you can run on, where you don't have to worry about traffic. There's parks everywhere in Naperville to run. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.